0: When the Boat Comes In. Hello and welcome to the When the Boat Comes In podcast with me, Chris Watts. On to the next episode then, Cold Comforts. This is probably one of my favourite episodes without Jack Ford. I don't normally like it when Jack isn't in it, I don't find it as much fun, I don't think a lot goes on, but a lot happens in this episode. Of course, the Setons are unable to get coal, as they normally would, because they're on strike at the mining family. So they decide to dig at home to get coal. Yeah, and it is a very humorous episode, isn't it? Of course, the other thing about it is that Billy wants to quit uh, university. He wants to become a politician instead of a doctor. Of course, his sister's really against this because she's paid all this money for him to go to uni. And they're trying to figure out how to get him back on side to become a doctor. And as Jessie's mum says, she says, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And in the end, Bill basically says to him that as as a labourer, you're bloody useless and nobody would listen to you. But as a doctor, people would listen to you. And there's also the scene where Tom is growing leeks. And these young kids nick the leeks don't they and then they make um, they make something with the leeks for them to eat because they're so starving and to begin with he goes around there and he has a go at them but then actually he's like you can keep them you can take the biggest ones because he sees how bad they are they he sees how low on nutrition they are and everything else your band make a nice leek pudding did you what do you think you're doing oh so it was leek broth, eh? And you know with what, missus?
1: My best prize leaks. I'll beat the living daylights out no, of I Tom. No, not. Out the way, missus. Somebody's got to teach them a lesson. Tom, look at the bairns, man. Look at them. When did the last eat, missus? Yesterday. When yesterday? About dinner time. What did they have? End of a loaf, bit of marge. Say, man, Tom, they're starving. Now, forget it, man. Let's away home. Tell them to get back the table, Henny. Come on, you out of that. Get on with it. and you up i get paid for some washing tomorrow, they'll eat meat tomorrow. It's milk, missus, get some milk down them. These bands need calcium or they'll end up with rickets.
0: She's doing the best she can, the mum, and she was like, oh, I would have told them off, but and then obviously they see how bad they are that they sort of let them off about it. But yeah, it's a very different episode, I'd say, Cold Comforts. I'm, I haven't got too much to say about it. That's why I've decided in this podcast I'm going to talk about the next two Episodes in order because I've got a lot more to say about Empire Day on the slag heap um, than coal comforts But it is nice to see the Seton family all together. Of course, you've got Jesse You've got Tom. You've got Billy. You've got Bill. You've got Bella. Great family, aren't they? Really nice family um, But I think it's really clever the way the dad Gets Billy back on side uh, to go back to uni and to become a doctor. I thought that was very clever. And as Bella said, there's more than one way to skin a cat. You found some, I need your Jesse. Billy, Billy, Billy! Shh. Give us ah, a
1: shot. How much, Tom? How much? Well, it's hard to tell. I don't know how thick it is, but it sounds solid enough. Ah, uh, there'd be a bucket or two in there anyway. Yeah, well, we will supply the street. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hey, man, we found it, man,
0: we found it!
1: Well, I gathered as much. How soon can I have some for the fire then? Oh, well, it'll take half an hour for the first bucketful. bit quicker after that. Hey, maybe I could get a shot fired in and blast it out. <laughs> I come a bit quicker then. <laughs> hey, Dad, can I take a bucket full of Elsie Carter? You can take a bucket back to Edinburgh if you like soon. Grand.
0: On to episode six of When the Boat Comes In. There's a lot to talk about in this episode. It's one of my favourite episodes from series one, Empire Day on the Slag Heap. So much happens in this episode. Of course, you've got Bill Seaton having his pit accident. And it's terrible the way the mining company try and just give him a hundred pounds fob him off with that but luckily Jack Forge stops it and then they're entitled to a lot more money i thought that was disgraceful personally
1: your usual signature mr seaton just here you bloody ghoul i beg your pardon you heard me i said ghoul, but vulture would be more like it who the hell are you with breaking his back you want to eat up the rest of them as well you've got the nerve to call this a receipt no further claims against the company. Adequate and sufficient compensation. Freely admit it was caused by my own error of judgment. You very near signed your life away, Mr. Seaton. Give me his money back. Jack, it's a hundred pounds. G- Give it back, Bella. Mr. Seaton, you are acting very foolish. Thank you for calling. Mr. Seaton, I think Good you, ought day. To. you heard him. Have I known you turn money down before, Jack Ford? A stinking hundred pounds for that! Were well, they are paying all the hospital bills? Twas them got them this private room. So they bloody well should. Sorry, Mrs. Seaton, it was them. Put a minute. Now you listen to me, Mr. Seaton. Don't you sign anything till you've talked to your area secretary. And talk to him quick, and mind you, tell him whose fault it was.
0: You've got Mr. Ashdown making a proposal to Jesse Seaton. Yeah, very much a proposal. He asks for a hand in marriage, doesn't he? Which is very surprising, isn't it? Um, He's quite a lot older than her. Miss Seaton, I see from the school's records that you're 25 years old. I'm 43, but I've never had a day's illness in my life. I hold a second-class honours degree in history from the University of London, and my current salary is £370 per annum, this I can offer you, together with respect, admiration and, if I may say so, devotion. Miss Eaton, will you marry me? It's quite funny the way Bill thinks he's not a working man, yeah, he calls him a Nancy doesn't he or something. Um, But, yeah, he's kind of an oddball in the Seton family. He doesn't really get it, does he, to be be honest? I mean, eventually he does make his way into the Seton family. And when Bill gets his own corner shop and he's getting into money, he's very happy that Mr Ashton is in his family because he can advise him on money and go into the bank, etc. But to begin with, they're not really in favour of this. Of course, Jessie goes out with uh, Mr. Ashdown for a meal, three-course meal, they're hours, and Bill doesn't believe that they've just been doing that for so long. And Jack comes over, and she isn't there. They had to make up some feeble excuse, didn't they, that there was a meeting at the school. And Bella says, I don't think Jack would have fell for that, which is probably true. I can't imagine that he fell for that one. But then you've got the bombshell in (laughs) Empire Day on the Slag Heap. The bombshell is that uh, Matt Headley's sister, Dolly, is pregnant, and Jack's going to have to break the news to uh, Jesse Seaton, and this is one of the saddest scenes in the show, I think, when he tells her, when he says, I've got a girl into trouble. It's really sad, isn't it? I mean, but he's a man of his honour, isn't he? He's a man of his word, Jack Ford. As he says to Dolly later on, he says, I'm going to marry you, because that was the deal he made with her, didn't he? So he is a man of his honour in that respect. But I think he'll always. You, you're always thinking with the character, he's thinking what, what might have been if he would have ended up with Jessie Seat.
1: Are you taking her to London? No. You mean you leave her here? I mean the job's off. But why? Oh, I'd never do any good away from here. Anyway, maybe you and Billy were right. Look what happened to your dad. There's work here crying out to be done, Jesse, and I can do it better than most. So long.
0: (laughs) But the best part of the episode for me, or the worst part, I mean, there's a lot that happens in this episode, is when um, Bill has his pit accident, yeah, at the comb. Culpit, yeah it's very sad isn't it he he loses the ability to walk he ends up as he says being a cripple. that's the way he described it back then of the era and eventually he runs a corner shop pretty reluctantly but it's quite funny with bill because to begin with he doesn't want to run this corner shop he says these people they just count their money all the time and oh it'd be awful and he ends up doing that which is quite funny (laughs) but he, he ends up being very successful very um more of a capitalist really if you're thinking of the era socialists and capitalists when he was a miner obviously he was more of a socialist but when he becomes (laughs) a shopkeeper he's a capitalist because he's sort of enterprising isn't he and thinking about the money so that's very interesting as that develops later but at this stage he has he has the accident it's terrible, and, but it's even worse the way they were just going to fob him off with 100 quid. you know what I mean. Obviously, it was a lot of money back then, but it wasn't enough for a broken back, as Jack says. And it's brilliant the way he stops him. And then I love the scene where they go to the pub and uh, the union, I think it's the union secretary, isn't it? And Matt's having a drink with him, they're talking about the football, and then Jack stands up and he makes it clear that they're not doing their job, and and the guy from the union's like, are you one of my members? And he's like, and Tom's like, uh, he's a friend, he's doing this for nothing, out of the goodness of his heart.
1: I'm just seeing the lads here, what an awful thing to have happened. Could have been a lot worse, Mr Crawford. Worse than a broken back? It could have been a broken back and a hundred quid compensation and not a penny more. A hundred quid? Are you sure? I was there when it was offered, in the private room paid for by the company. The feller from the company was there too, Mister Crawford, handing out the money and asking poor old Bill to sign what he called a receipt. I read it, Mister Crawford. If Bill had signed that, he would have admitted it was all his own fault, and the company was giving him that hundred out of the goodness of their hearts. There in that room, I read it, Mister Crawford. And where the hell were you? Oh, look here, you one of my members? No, thank God. Then what the hell's it got to do with you? He's a friend, Mister Crawford, a chap that's helping me there for note while the fella that's paid to help him sits in a pub and drinks beer.
0: Also during the Empire Day at the school, they hear this horn, which means uh, they're going back to work, the miners. Um, Jessie thinks that they've won, but as it transpires, her dad tells her that, no, they didn't win, they're taking back the same starvation wages, as they call it, that they had so many weeks or or months ago. Um, So that's... That's a bitter pill to swallow, isn't it? And even Matt Headley says it takes a minor to do something as silly as this. I think he says something along those lines when Jack sees him later at the pub. And yeah, I mean, they didn't cave in, did they, the bosses? And yeah, as it turned out, all that, as Matt says, so many weeks of misery, all all for nothing, all for now, as he says.
1: Why on earth should that thing go off at this hour? Does anyone know? strike. Well? Really? It must be over. We must have won. How much you get? note out. gave us out. Same wages we struck against eight weeks ago. I'm bloody lucky to get that near the boss's dog. Eight weeks of misery and all for now.
0: In the next episode of When the Boat Comes In we'll be speaking about a first time for everything and then we'll be moving on to Paddy Boyle's Discharge which is one of my favourite episodes. I think it's fantastic. But yeah, I hope you've been enjoying the podcast. It's a lot of fun putting them together so subscribe on YouTube. Find me on iTunes, When the Boat Comes In podcast also on Amazon Music and on Spotify. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. When the boat comes in